this little guy is struggling. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Halloween Week Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Super Tiny Ghost, illustrated by Katie Flores, written by Marilee Joy Mayfield, published by Puppy Dogs and Ice Cream, Inc. We're halfway through Halloween week, and we got another spooky story for you. Be prepared to be scared. The Super Tiny Ghost is written as a verse novel. It's about a little ghost who has trouble getting people to notice him, let alone be afraid of him. He finds a costume that will help him frighten everyone, but finds out something new about himself in the process. Will this ghost ever scare someone? Let's find out. The story opens on the little ghost trying to scare a child, but she has no clue he's even there. He just wanted to scare anyone. I guess he even tried to sneak into kids' bedrooms to scare them, but the kids apparently didn't think anything of it. Maybe the kids weren't scared, but I bet the parents would have been if they knew this little weirdo was in their rooms. Side note, I hope the reason he's a tiny ghost isn't because he was some kid who was tragically killed. I hope he was a little person who lived a long life. Okay, back to the story. This little ghost did his homework and kept lists of things to scare people with, but everyone blew up in his face. He watched other monsters in movies to see what they did, and quote, he even went to scary school to study being mean and cruel, end quote. He wanted with all of his being to be scary, but he just came off awkward, and he wasn't having any fun at all. This sounds a lot like my stand-up career in a nutshell. It hits a little too close to home. It was going to be Halloween soon, and he was determined to be spooky, so he found the local costume store to find a mask or something that will make him look like a new ghost. The store had all sorts of scary costumes, and he chose a mask to try on where, quote, he had blood on his forehead and a toothless grin, end quote. That's like half of San Francisco. Good luck trying to stand out with that. I guess it worked, though. When he walked back out in the store, people screamed and ran. Are we sure they were afraid of him, or were they just looting the store? He waited a couple of days, and it was Halloween. So he went out in his new costume, and no one was afraid of him again. They all were dressed up in scary costumes too, and thought he was just another kid trying to play. Just when you think you got something that's original, and it's really going to wow people, everyone else does it too. So frustrating. The only one that was afraid was a baby in a carriage that cried when she saw him, just ruining his night because that's not who he was looking to scare. So he takes off his mask, and the baby starts to giggle. And the story comes to an abrupt end when she gives him a treat. Sick. He gets a treat that he won't even eat. Because he's a ghost. And I guess he feels complete from this. So does he decide to be a happy ghost from here on out? I don't know. Not the best ending. Doesn't really wrap everything up. Though I do like the moral about finding what makes him a whole ghost or person isn't what he thought it would be. Kitty's illustrations weren't anything to rave about, but they definitely set the Halloween mood. This book was a little too long, 
and it seems like they decided to shorten it by cutting off the ending, which I didn't think was the best way to go about it. Merrily's rhymes were well done, though. Though, every page was what I expected. Four lines on one, and a picture on the other. Fearing up the pictures and sizes, and the amount of lines, might have made the book more interesting. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'll give this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for many more bites. This goose is cooked. Halloween week edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.